0: Good evening, this is Apostle Corey Douglas with Zion Ministries in Harvest, Alabama, welcoming you to another verse-by-verse Bible study on the book of Romans. Uh, We're going to resume our study in Romans chapter number 5, verse number 4, Romans chapter number 5, verse number 4. And the context of verse 4 is coming really from the last statement in verse 3, As the Apostle Paul is writing, and we covered how that we glory in tribulations and how that tribulation worketh patience. Okay? Tribulation worketh patience. And verse 4 says, In patience experience and experience hope. Tribulation, the word uh, specified, specifically means pressure, distress, trial, test. and so when God allows and tribulation is permitted and even ordained for the life of every person um, in this world, um, it's not realistic to, to look for a life without trials. Really, the truth of the matter is that the only true way to glorify Christ is in the midst of our trials, in the midst of our sufferings, in the midst of our pain. In the midst of our darkness, how can light be seen without darkness? You can't see light in light. So light only shines in darkness. And so the witness of our love for God only shines when we maintain and hold fast to that love, that commitment, and that way of truth when it's hard, uh, when it hurts, when it's a lot of pressure, when we're tempted, when we want to give up, when the flesh, uh, when it would be so easy to quit. Okay. And it's when we hold fast to the word of God, to the truth of God, to the ways of God, to the nature of God, to the character of God, in the midst of everything going wrong, that God gets the glory out of our life. If he can't get the glory out of our life when everything is going wrong, then he gets no glory out of our life. Because um you know you, If everything is going right, then it's not really real, it's not really genuine, it's situational. But when things are going totally wrong and we maintain the same love, devotion, sincerity, commitment, and obedience to him, uh, that is when he gets the glory and that is when our example of obedience to the will of God becomes a witness and a testimony to principalities and powers. And to be honest with you, it's even our greatest witness to the lost, and to those that are unsaved and to those who don't want anything to do with Jesus. Uh, And most of the time, um, people shun Christianity because of hypocrisy uh, of seeing people say things that they don't live, preach things that they don't live, teach things that they don't live, and act the same way that they act in the midst of everyday life, uh, but yet trying to tell them how to do better. And so one of the greatest witnesses that we have is when we go through the same stuff that the world goes through, sometimes worse. Think about Job, and we still don't uh, curse, charge God foolishly and curse God with our mouth, and we hold fast to our integrity in the midst of what we're going through. This is probably uh, one of the greatest witnesses that you and I could ever possess uh, is a sold-out life to Jesus Christ and a commitment to the will of God even in the midst of our tribulation. That is when the glory of God emanates from you. That's when it emanates from me. That's when it emanated from the patriarchs of old, from all the biblical counterparts that came through, from Daniel uh, to Moses to Elijah uh, to even Jesus himself. You name it. Praise God. If there is a good report of faith, it came through the endurance of tribulation and holding fast to the faith of Abraham, we could go on and on with this example. And so it's, it's very important that you and I understand that when we walk in the face of, uh, faith of Abraham, and we have to understand that it is appointed unto us to have tribulation. It is expected of us to glory in tribulation or for the life of Christ and our love and devotion for Christ in the midst of that dark time in our life to shine brighter and not for our candle to grow dim or to to be extinguished, okay? Um, and so let's move on down to verse number four. He said now, well, I gotta, before we get to verse four, tribulation work it patient. And this is a thought that I wanna leave with you. Uh, I believe by the emphasis of the Holy Spirit um, that tribulation Works our patience, which means that it activates, it initiates, it pushes, it it provokes, it tries, okay, it um it awakens our patience uh, because none of us would choose to be patient if we had to. And the way that tribulation works our patience is that tribulation brings pressure in our lives. Another word for tribulation, remember, was affliction or to be oppressed or to be hard-pressed, Pressure. So tribulation brings pressure in our lives that we can't get away from, okay, that we have to be patient. Anything that you can't get away from, you have to patiently endure. Anything that you can't stop or put a halt to, means that if you're going to continue, then you have to patiently endure it, okay? You have to have perseverance. Tribulation does that. God has ordained seasons with timelines of tribulation for all of our lives, okay? And what he expects from us during those times is patient endurance in well-doing, patient continuance in well-doing, okay? This means that um, we do well when, when it hurts, and when it's hard, and when it's challenging, it's supposed to hurt. It's supposed to be challenged. That's why it's called tribulation, okay? But when that happens, uh, there is a life in us. There is a power in us. There is a spirit in us. There is a destiny and a nature in us that, if we endure right, begins to awaken, to conquer the world and everything that we're going, basically it awakens the best part of us, the best version of our lives as ordained to be from the foundation of the world through our creator. Tribulation awakens the best part of us like no other else, like no other thing can. You know, know, preaching is good. Teaching is good. um, uh, Counsel is good. Mentoring is good. uh, Videos are good. Um, And these things are good, but nothing molds you more into who you truly are like tribulation when we choose to relate to it in the right way because it gets down to the nitty-gritty of our heart, our mind, our choices, and it pushes us. It squeezes the evil stuff out, and it puts a demand on that which is of God, that which is correct, that which is upright, okay, that exists on the inside of us that we may be kind of, Slow about progressing into, or negligent or hesitant to to evolve in, tribulation comes and then give us a choice. It's either you know you know grow up or you know fall down, man up or you know or or, or get lost in the midst of the pressure. And so it takes away the 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 uh, what do you call it? Conveniency. It takes away the complacency and accountability, it takes away the option to sit there and do nothing. Okay. Either we rise up or we fall when tribulation is at hand. And when God knows what he's invested on the inside of us, okay, what he's doing, he's sending the fire of tribulation to destroy that which is evil in order to harness and to increase and to feed the life and that which is good on the inside of us. Okay? And a lot of, for a lot of us, uh it only hurts to the degree that we are still cleaving to that which is evil and we are still rebellious to that which is good, okay? Because, you you know, something, trying my ways, um, are really not, it's really not a hard thing if our ways are like Christ, okay? Our ways only become, it only becomes a hard thing when we're trying to hold on to our own and he's trying to instill his on the inside of us. Knowing that tribulation worketh patience. Okay. And in this sense it it makes us, you and I be patient. Because of stuff that you can't stop. You can't confess away, you can't bind away, you can't rebuke away, you can't you can't cry away, you can't whine away, you can't ignore away. It's there. Okay. And you have to hold fast to the God and the good in the midst of it. As you're going through that trying and it only stops when God Says it stops. It's almost like baking a cake. It has a certain amount of time allotted to it. Okay, you preheat the oven, then you kick it for however many minutes, then you bring it out. Yeah, tribulation is something like that uh, when it comes to God and for our lives, you know. And uniquely, just as pressure or heat is used on the uh, to bake a cake and to bring out uh, that delicious uh, delicacy and dessert that you and I. Uh, richly enjoy, uh, God is looking to bring out the best part of us as well, to bring out the sweetness out of the bitterness of us as well uh, by allowing us to be exposed to a certain degree of pressure. And so we have to be patient. And it says, and patience, experience. Patience, experience. So the trial is here. The test, the pressure, the affliction, the oppression—it won't go anywhere, and you're in it. Okay, you're you're in it. You're feeling it. You're feeling it mentally. You're feeling it emotionally, psychologically, spiritually. Okay. In the midst of feeling all of that, you have the opportunity to look into the author in the finisher of your face. You have the opportunity to look unto the heel from where comes your help. You have the opportunity to look into the Word of God. You had an opportunity to see Jesus high and lifted up. You had an opportunity to hold fast to the good Word of God. Okay? When that happens, okay, you begin to experience supernatural life, strength, provision, power, presence, company, fellowship, joy. Peace, encouragement, strength, power, all these things come on the scene when you choose the God thing and the right thing right in the midst of the pressure. Okay. Now, this will continue because, remember, God is going to make sure tribulation does not stop when you want it to because he's after every ugly attitude, every ugly thought, every carnal feeling, emotion and every he want all that stuff to rise to the top. Okay. You know when you cook certain meat, okay? They say you have to cook meat at a certain temperature to make sure that all of the bacteria and all that stuff is is dead and so you you know, you get it hot on purpose and you know, steaks you have to make sure that in order for there to be no bacteria in there, things have to be cooked at a certain temperature. Okay, God intentionally allows you and I to be cooked at a certain temperature. Okay, and he, he and and it, it never ends. Listen, it never ends when you want it to end. Depression, and so spending the time trying to change the seasons is just time wasted. The wisdom is to understand that the seasons are ordained of God to change what's in me, to change who we are, to change our entire way of thinking, living, responding, behaving, and being. And the pressure comes and it continues until something dies in you, and something else comes alive. That's the whole intention, for, to kill carnal stuff and to bring forth spiritual stuff, God stuff, Christ-like stuff on the inside of us. And so the pressure comes to make it hurt. Okay, It doesn't come... You know, it 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 comes for that reason to to make it challenging, so that all the impurities can come to the top. And if we continue to endure the fire, to endure the trial, to endure the tribulation, the purity comes to the top and it's removed. And then at that point, the fruit of the spirit and the fruit of righteousness begins to rise and to evolve in us as well which is what he's after, the cream of the crop, okay? It only happens through tribulation, okay? It only happens through tribulation. And this is why, as believers, we have to realize that it is a great opportunity to grow, and you have to see that if you're in it, you're supposed to be. If you're facing it, you're supposed to be. If you're feeling it, you're supposed to be. Because if you couldn't handle it, and if it was not ordained to work together for your good because you love him, he would not have allowed you to be exposed to it or to be going through it. Okay? And so instead of trying to figure out how to get stuff to stop, we have to figure out how to get more into the secret place, how to come more up under the shadow of the Almighty, how to surrender more into the light, to walk in the light in fellowship, how to cleave to him more, how to get closer, how to, uh, to wrap ourselves around him even more, to press into him even more, okay. in the midst of tribulation. And when you do that, the afflictions become light, because they begin to work for you a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. And let me say this. Usually the tribulation and the oppression won't stop until you and I don't care anymore that we're in it. Yeah. And that's when you know patience has been perfected, when you don't mind waiting. When you don't, when you really don't mind waiting in your heart, in your attitude, in your spirit when you don't mind waiting to come out of it, okay? As long as we're still in a rush, then we're running from character development. And you're going to feel the fire. We're going to feel the test. We're going to feel the oppression. We're going to feel the ordained season. But if you allow that thing to work on you and to deal with heart, response, selfishness, flesh, you know, worldliness, carnality. And if you allow it to do what it's ordained to do and get you to the point to where even in the midst of it, you come alive with resurrection life, you come alive with victory in your mind, with joy, with peace, okay? That you, you're like, you know, that even though you're thrown in the fire, you're not burned, okay? You can rejoice like the three Hebrew boys with Jesus who was the fourth man in the fire. It's It's when it doesn't matter anymore. To you, When it does not dictate your joy, it doesn't dictate your peace, it doesn't dictate your hope, your happiness, your love, your life, your fellowship, your obedience to God. It's when it has no influence on your Christ-like character and on the will of God for your life that God will say enough. Okay. That is when he says enough. As long as there's murmuring, as long as there's complaining, there's grunting and groaning and 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 just, you know, the woe is me, it's going to be there. Okay? It's going to be there. The quicker we can surrender and can allow the refinest fire to do what it does in our life and we can, you know, Job said that, you know, once I am tried, I shall come forth as pure gold. As long as, you know, we quit jumping out of the fire and we can go ahead and Submit to the work of heaven by allowing us to go through what we're going through so that the good portion of us can come forth to Christ-like. You know, the quicker we can surrender to that, then the quicker God can hit the button and say this season is over. Okay, this test is over. This, 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 This time of testing, of trial is over. You know, well done, my son. Well done, my daughter. And it says, patience, and patience, verse 4, experience. Now, the CSV version says, it calls patience endurance, and endurance produces proven character. So experience is translated as character. Patience is endurance, perseverance. The NLT version says, and endurance develops, listen to this. Strength of character. And so God allows tribulation to work patience in us because most humans would rather, listen, most humans would rather be relieved of pain than to become a better person through it as a result of it. Most, and was, this is what I'm saying, most people would avoid pain by all means necessary, any test, any trial, any pressure, by all means necessary, okay, rather than be willing to entreat it, embrace it, if it can make them a better person, a better quality, a better premium of person, okay? And I think that God put the mystery of worth even in the making of diamonds. Look at the pressure that's utilized to to go against the coal until the diamond comes forth. The pressure. The pressure. And we look at diamonds and we look at these precious jewels and these, you know, these things on earth and even uh but I don't think we understand the, the message of the creator through the making of a diamond and the making of certain precious stones and jewels. And I believe that the greater message is as we are uh, living epistles, as we are the spiritual house built up, as we have, uh, as we are treasures, we are the Lord's own peculiar treasure, according to the word of God in the book of Deuteronomy. He called us his peculiar treasure. Now – if, if we're that treasure, then we have to be made. We have to be proven. We have to be developed. Okay. And the Bible is clear in Romans 5-4 that our worth, that our premium, that our value, that our quality of being is not in our gifts, It's not in our actions it's not in our talents, it's not in our skills, it's not in our works, it's not in our callings, our anointings, but it's in our character. Okay? Our true worth is equivalent to our character. Hmm. And this is why heaven is so adamant about character development and about tribulation, work, and patience and patience bringing forth Christ-likeness, bringing forth godliness, bringing forth his divine nature, bringing forth the image of his son, is bringing forth his ways, bringing forth his heart, bringing forth you know, his, you know, his, his mind, you know, what he does uh, when, it's, when the sun is shining and also when it's thundering outside to bring forth the life of Christ in us fully. And complete <laughs> And so, patience produces strength of character in this. And I want you to see this. Because character, character can't be confessed. Character can't be, you can't, you can't get character with your mind. You just can't say, mentally, I'm going to change. But character must be developed in us. And a developing grounds or classroom of character is daily life. It's the stuff that we go through that we don't like. Okay? And this is why I will always say, you know, don't curse your day. Don't curse your trial. Don't curse what you're going through. See it through the eyes Of the Holy Ghost See it through the eyes Of the spirit of wisdom And revelation And realize that That is an entrance That's being offered to you Okay Into greater development Of character Of power Of wisdom Christ likeness um, In a fellowship With him Okay I want to show this to you Holy Spirit Just kind of Flashes first before me. Uh, in my thoughts, I want you to look at. I want you to look at. Stacking Peter, chapter one. I'm going to read something about character real quick. I'm going to stop at verse number 11. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 11. Simon Peter served an apostle of Jesus Christ to them that obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. This is a character portion of Scripture. Grace and peace be multiplied in you through the knowledge of God of Jesus our Lord this is where it gets pretty specific according as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue whereby given to us exceeding great and precious promises that by these we may be partakers of the divine nature character having escaped the corruption that is in this world through lust, character. Verse 5. And besides this, this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, character. To your virtue, knowledge, character. And to knowledge, temperance, character. To temperance, patience, character. And to patience, godliness, character. And to godliness, brotherly kindness, character. To brotherly kindness, charity, character. Well, listen to this. For if these things be in you and abound or increase, they make you that you should neither be barren or unfruitful. Hmm. In the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, look at verse 9. But he that lacketh these things, character, is blind and cannot see afar off. And has forgotten that he was purged from his old sins, character. Okay, stuck in the old, old way of living, old way of doing. Okay, but verse ten is what I want you to see. Ten and eleven. Wherefore, the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, you shall never fall. So we do have the promise of not falling. Verse eleven. This is so powerful. For so An entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly in the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hold hold on. Okay. An entrance is a doorway. So a doorway is ministered to you? A threshold is ministered to you? A threshold is when, when we allow character to be produced in us. Glorying glory and tribulation and holding fast and and being committed to character development. There's there's an entrance that's ministered to us, an eternal and everlasting entrance that's ministered to you and I, a doorway an opening, a threshold, okay, not just ministered but abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This is talking about a spiritual kingdom, supernatural, godly realities uh, that become our opportunity to step right into, okay. And I'm telling you, you guys, that these entrances are ministered to you and I the most in the midst of our tribulation, okay, tribulation is an opportunity to experience open doors into the heavenly realm, okay, but these open doors are congruent and they are they are uh, in proportion to the degree that we are allowing our character, the character of Christ, to be developed in us in the midst of our pain, in the midst of our pressure, in the midst of our trial, in the midst of our tribulation, okay? i show it to you in one more place. Um, Go to the book of Luke, and I have to share this, and then we're going to transition out of here. Luke chapter 22. Verse number 28 and 29, this is what Jesus told the disciples, you are they which have have continued with me, continue with me, continue with me, which implies they were patient with him and suffering with him in my tribulations or in my trials. Okay, now, tribulation in this word means adversity, the putting to proof by experiment, uh, discipline, provocation, solicitation, adversity. So they continue in adversity. They continue in trial. And as a result of continuing in trial, doorways and entrances were given to them. Look at verse 29, and I appoint unto you a kingdom as my father has appointed unto me a kingdom that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the 12 tribes of Israel. I submit to you this day that when pressure, when trial, when tribulation comes, uh, don't complain, but glory, glory, choose the cross, choose the will of God. Choose it from the heart. Choose it physically. Choose it mentally. Choose it spiritually. Choose it psychologically. Okay? Don't woe is me because if you woe is me, you'll find yourself going around in a wilderness. Okay? For 40 years and the journey was only meant to be 11 days. Okay? Because God is that serious about our ways changing and about the right character being produced God bless you. May he increase you more and more. I pray that the word of God brought life, encouragement, and instruction to you. In Jesus' name, amen.